Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. That's it with your boy. Better pray for your boy. It's Robert Latow. Keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. Courtside Karen. That uh, went trending pretty fast. Some people were giving me credit for it. I didn't come up with it. I was just the first person to actually write a story uh, about it. I can't even ID who was the first person that said it. If I could... I would give you credit right now on the show. Uh, But by the time I saw it trending, everybody uh, was saying it. And obviously LeBron added a little fuel to the fire. It's interesting. um, If you watch some of these reality shows, I mean, that's like, was it? Was it? Is it Marion Millions or something like that? It's one of those reality shows. You see this a lot. The old, you know, know, steroid a bad tan guy and he has the young uh, white girl with all of the, the fillers and plastic surgeries and stuff. It's not it's not an unusual uh, type of arrangement, I'm sure. I mean that's been I mean look at look at Trump. That's pretty much how all the Trump uh, wives were. But it, it did bring up a good point and this point I want to talk about. Because uh, everybody else saw all of the other stuff. So I'm not going to talk about the girl lip fillers and the sugar daddy and all of that stuff. And the fact that they're MAGA. I don't know if the girl's MAGA, but the sugar daddy's definitely MAGA. I'm sure she doesn't care what he is as long as the uh, the, the money's in the account uh, when she goes to shop. Uh, but trash talking. That's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about trash talk. Uh, what's allowed, what isn't allowed. When should security and stuff uh, step in. Uh, we found out that this guy uh, has beef uh, with LeBron. He's had beef with LeBron for a long time. That, I mean, that's not an unusual thing of fans from differing uh, teams. Now, the good news is there was no uh, racial stuff. Like, that. that's, that's the most important thing. Uh, no racial stuff. So nobody was being called an N-word. Uh, no slurs uh, was being uttered. Uh, that's the first thing. Second thing is, no, you can't talk about people's families, okay? Uh, you can't talk about, you know, the mama, the, the kids, the wives, or whatever. So, uh, if you if you don't do those two things, uh, you know, then you're getting into that fine line. Like, when we start using the B word and the P word, uh, the H word, that's ho for those that want to know. Uh, because you know, like these, these fans, uh, wouldn't, you know, walk up to an NBA player and you gotta, I think people forget sometimes because it's, uh, it's something I forget what it's called, but when you're watching something on TV and you see a lot of, uh, people with similar height, it makes them feel smaller, uh, than what they actually are. Uh, but when you see them in real life. Uh, it's totally different because think about it. The average height for a male, I believe it's like 5'9". 
is between like 5'7 and 5'10, right? So you go through the majority, if you're just a regular old person, uh, around people that are around 5'7, 5'10, in that range, right? So obviously when you see somebody 6'7 in person, in real life, uh, you may think twice about how you approach them and the things that you say to them and things of that nature. So, you know, regular people would not, you know, they see it on TV and maybe they're in the stands and stuff like that. But in real life, they would not go up to a 6'7", you know, 250-pound black man and call him a B-word. So the question is, you know, how much should you let that go? I'm not big on the cursing with the trash talk. You know, I can see where some people say, yeah, that's this is kind of a gray area. Like, I'm, you know, I can understand that. Just, you know, don't let's not use those racial stuff. Uh, let's not talk about family and, and wives and girlfriends and mistresses and things like that. But uh, the cursing, you have to. It's a fine line. Now, if it's back and forth and, you know, the player is cursing you out and you cursing the player out, that, I mean, I think that's fine. Uh, you know, then it can be all funny games. But if you know, if you're just harassing someone by calling them all these type of names under the sun, you know that that's a little much. Hey, you know, that shows a little insecurity uh, on the fans' uh, you know part. Brian said he didn't he didn't want to get thrown out, so he must not have been that uh, offended by it. Now the the Brian said you know you stay out of grown people's grown man's business. You know, two grown men are going back and forth. We don't need the uh, the ladies to get involved. Brian got to be careful. You don't want to get caught up in that that cancel culture by saying that now women can't, you know, have their say even in trash, uh, you know, talking. But like I said, it's a fine line. I think I think fans are a little over the top. I think you should just stick with the stuff like like I saw uh, it was a couple of weeks back. A fan was like uh, getting that Danny Green. And was like, ah, you went 0 for 10, you suck, you got to shoot better. Like, I'm, I'm good with that. That was the actual facts. Danny Green hit him with the three rings uh, thing. Yeah, that's good back and forth. Now, the other thing people need to understand is because there's no, they're not full. I don't think any team is allowing all fans into the arena. So since you're not allowing all fans into the arena, the trash talking from the fans that are there, you can hear it better. It was a little more clear. So if you're cursing out someone doing a big possession, not getting drowned out by 20,000 people, if it's only, you know, 500, 2,000 or whatever there. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm all down for trash talking. I'm all down for clowning. Um, I don't think you should treat, you know, athletes uh, on a pedestal or anything. But, you know, like I say, it has to be within, you know, reason. The, 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 the thing that you always say is like, would you tell this person, in person, the same thing that you're saying while you're screaming from the fan, you know, from the from the stands, and you know, a lot of the stuff they know they they wouldn't say. There's that old clip of Isaiah Thomas confronting a fan who was calling him all these type of names, and he's like, "I just wanted a frosty," and you missed the free throw, so we couldn't get the frosty. Sometimes it's just over a frosty. That's 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 ridiculous. Don't, never forget, fan is short for fanatic. Uh, a lot of people think. Uh, Oh, girl from the man in black, the ant built woman, is now going to end up on a reality show. I don't know. Like, we, we just move on so fast. Like, it was a thing, and then it wasn't a thing. And people moved on, you know, to Trey songs and, and Marilyn Manson and whatever else, 
you know, what's going on. That's just how it's just everything quick. And people are mad, upset, screaming at you, you're canceled, you're never going to do this again. And then the next day, it's, you know, on something else. I mean, they were on T.I. and Tiny for like, you know, getting young women or whatever last week. And you don't even hear about it this week. So I don't know. She, I mean, she may end up, if I was her, I just kept rolling with it. Maybe she apologized because, look, she, you know, she got a rich husband. She don't need all that drama and stuff. But if that was me, yeah, I'd be, I'd be calling, trying to get me an agent. He'd have me on uh, Fox News and Tucker Carlson. What in the blue hell? So you might have saw this story. <laughs> uh, an IG model says that uh, she was uh, contacted by a couple of college uh, basketball players uh, that they were going to be in town and you know they should hook up etc uh, etc so she goes to the hotel uh, hooks up with the player um, has threesome um, and then she happens to catch them on the tube that's what the old people say on the tube the the next uh, well I guess the same day because she said she left real late and she said she caught the tail end of the game, and uh, one of the guys that she had messed with uh, was shooting horribly. And uh, the other guy had a chance to, I think, tie the game, tie or win the game, and he blew it <laughs> at, the, at the free throw line. And she wants to know if, you know, is she responsible uh, for this type of, uh, you know, terrible behavior on the court? I mean, I don't really have an answer uh, to that. I'm sure, you know. Maybe, I guess, weak legs. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible. Maybe we have to see what happens at, on the next game. Uh, names have been uh, uh, excluded to protect the guilty. I'm not trying to get any kids kicked out of, out of school or anything like that. Because they probably were violating the, the Rona rules. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. People was asking, do you think that's possible? I'm like, I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, but normally, you know, you have the encounter. The game is not till you know, the the late evening or early evening. We got about, you know, 12 hours to recover. And I know with the Rona, they can't really go anywhere. So they just probably sleep. I just don't chalk it up to a bad, a bad shooting night. <laughs> the Injustice League. So I was reading more into the uh, XC Hawks uh, Chad Wheeler uh, arrest. As you know, Chad Wheeler uh, allegedly, even though he, he kind of admitted it already, uh, beat up his girlfriend, broke her arm, um, almost choked her to death when she uh, she was unconscious for a little bit. But then when she woke up, he seemed surprised that she was actually alive. <laughs> that that Chad Wheeler. Uh, no mug shot, interestingly enough. We're not exactly sure why. He was let out on $400,000 uh, bail, which, you know, if you have to pay 10%, it wasn't an all-cash bail, so forty, basically $40,000, which he could probably put up with his house or just if he had cash on him, which he plays in the NFL, so he probably maybe had $40,000, get a bail bondsman or whatever. Not charged with attempted murder. Um kind of been in and out of the news you know because he's not a huge player and he's white it's kind of been in in and out of mainstream uh, media uh, but we did get a hold of the actual police report 
And what was interesting was the cops uh, in the police report kind of detailed what happened when they got there. And basically, he beat the cops up, too. Three of them. He beat three cops up. They couldn't cuff him. They tried to tase him. He shook it off, beat him up some more. And it was weird because the cops are talking real casually about it, too. Like, yeah, you know, he was beating us up and he's having a hard time containing them. He's 300 plus pounds. He's having a manic attack. He's going crazy. We tried to tase him. Didn't work. It's very casual. Very casual. Which, the reason that we've been talking about it is that how would they have been that casual if he was black? I mean, we, we got stories of, of, of five cops and they pepper spraying a nine-year-old girl at that but you know Chad Wheeler big white boy yeah, you know just let him let him uh, cool off a little bit it always makes me think of the story um, there was the guy the black guy I mean there's so many I mean shit you could talk about the police brutality for days but it was the guy in Philly that was having a mental health issue and his mom was trying to calm him down and he he had a knife but the cops were at least 10 to 15 yards away from him and he had a little you know a little pocket knife so you know he was nowhere near them they were not in any danger at all i mean his mom was right next to him trying to get the knife away from him and they shot him like 15 times in the middle of the street with the whole neighborhood watching chad we almost killed a woman broke her arm beat the cops up taking a live no mug shot actually Imagine doing all of that and you're out of jail like in less than four or five hours. Got a process, got him out of there. There's no way if a black man today was to beat up a woman, break her arm, almost choke her to death. Three cops come, beat up the cops. There's no way he's getting out of jail in six hours. That's just not happening. But once again, this is the society that we live in. You know, that didn't change when Trump left office. They said there's some there's some relief of normalcy at the top, you know, with Biden. You know, you can already see it. There's less uh political tweets, there's less political takes. There's not as much news. You know, the press conferences aren't that interesting. <clears throat> You're already seeing the change. But on the, the, the real level, the level that we all live at, as you can see, not much has changed at all. Keep the same energy. Super Bowl week is has been different. Um, everything virtual. Uh, like I talked about the last show, it's first time in 10 years. I actually be watching the Super Bowl on television. And when you say, oh, I've been 10 years, you really think about it. Like, yeah, that's a big difference between maybe, no, 11 years, actually. I think the first Super Bowl, we had 2010. So, yeah, 11 years. Well, no, 10 years because this would be the 11th. I got you. Math, you know, math. That's just different. It's a little boring, to be honest with you, as far as you know, the interviews and stuff. It's interesting. One thing, though, I want to talk about, and this is why it's in the uh, Keep the Same Energy uh, section, 
And I've talked about this before, and I'll probably talk about this again. And I truly don't understand how is it happening um, on a Zoom call, but it is it is simply amazing to me that seasoned journalists who have covered the league and covered the teams for years, for decades, or even the the, the people like myself who work now, you know, I mean, now it's a little more prevalent in the online world and write stories. You know, you have, like, say, a team blog or a team website that you run and you write stories about them every single day. It is just unfathomable to me how badly um, the questions are asked to the players. And I've been trying to figure this out for years, (laughs) You know, you can write a 5,000 word article on the Bucks, you know, defense, but you can't ask Todd, you know, Bowles just a, a, a rational question that makes some sort of logical sense. Did you see that question where he tried to ask Tom Brady if he, he gets away with uh, political stuff because he's white and if, would he still get away with it if he's black? Like, it just, just worded terribly. <laughs> From people that have covered the league for 20 years. Now, I always thought this is that, well, I thought a couple of things. First off, um, let's just be honest. A lot of journalists are not really sociable uh, people. You know, they're not people, people, you know, people, persons. You know, they, they, you know, they're a little awkward. Let's just put it like that. And also a lot of them the way they grew up was the reason that they're journalists is that they, they wanted to be athletes or to idolize athletes. So they, they got into the business. So I thought, well, I used to think at least <laughs> is that, and then it's the other, you know, the pressure of maybe having to come up with something on the fly, having a camera in your face, not wanting to say the wrong thing. You get nervous. You know, people, some people are not good with public speaking, et cetera, et cetera. I thought all of that was possible. Like you, you get up there, you have a question, but you know you get nervous and it doesn't come out the way that it's supposed to. That happens to all of us, you know, even me. Not often, but it happens from time to time. But I've come to the conclusion now that that's not the case. You know why? Listen, if I'm on a Zoom call with Tom Brady and we all have a schedule, right? Tom Brady's going to be on the Zoom call at 11 a.m., okay? Let's say 11 a.m. Give it a time. I think it was 11. I think it was 11. Maybe. I don't know. He's gonna, Tom Brady's going to be on whatever. You know the time, right? Now, you're not there. So, you're not rushing uh, to a hotel or to a conference room or anything like that. You're not in the locker room fighting with 100 people. You're not in, like I said, a conference room fighting with the, the cameraman and trying to yell over people. It's not a free-for-all. You're literally getting called on. And it's just you. And you know Brady's coming up at 11 a.m. It's on your Zoom. You're sitting at your desk. You're sitting at your laptop. Tell me why. Whatever your question might be that you have not rehearsed it multiple times. You should not be going off the fly on a Zoom call. That makes no sense at all. Someone explain this to me. Even if you're like, okay, I'm going to ask Brady this, Antonio Brown that, 
I'm going to ask Mahomes this. I'm going to ask Andy Reid Like, you should have a nice, you know, you got you know, notes or something. You know, some people like to write it out. Some people like to put it on their computer. Some people like to put it on their phone. I, it doesn't really matter to me. It's just how. How are you still so bad at this? It's very, very, very strange to me. It's very, very strange to me. And like I said, I used to think maybe you get caught up in the moment. You know, like if you're at the NBA Finals, you know you're going to maybe end. If you, if you do something wrong, you'll end up on Sports Center. You don't want that. You don't want your company. Like, man, you jacked that up. We're not sending you anymore. You messing up Zoom calls? Zoom. All you're doing is sitting there. Nobody's fighting. No cameraman. You don't have to get your phone out there. You're just right there. He's still asking terrible questions. There's some decent ones, but my God, there's been some God-awful ones. To the point I'm like, I get off this. I just wait for the transcript. My goodness. That's terrible. Anyway, uh, I had to get that off my chest. You really should hold those journalists accountable for the terrible questions. That That's really the whole point I'm trying to make. Uh, that's really the whole point I'm trying to make. I'm sticking with my pick. I'm going with the Bucks. What, what did I say? 40-35 or 35-30? Let's just say a five-point win. So take the, the Bucks. What's the, what's the line? What's the, hold on, let me see what the line is. Give me a second. Let's see. What is it? Uh, what is it? Chiefs. <coughs> Versus Buck betting odds. What's what's the line right now? It hasn't moved. Has it not moved? Let's, let's see. This is of eight hours ago. Let's see. Yeah, it hasn't moved. It's still uh, it's about depending on you know where you do your bets. Let's see. The Chiefs are basically three three and a half point favorite. Now I take the Bucks plus three. Plus three there. The over under is fifty six. Yeah, I'll probably take that. <laughs> fifty six. So if you need to get fifty six, you need it. You need a game. Well, I don't know. Well, now that I think about it, because like thirty to twenty, you get stuck. I still think I would go with the over. Let's see. Last year was it thirty one twenty? That's fifty one. Oh man, got a little more. Don't listen to me for gambling advice. I'm 100%. Look, that's the thing. You really like stuff like uh, you know, draft stuff and things. You should never listen to anybody. They don't know. I was watching a YouTube video about all the people that thought Justin Herbert was going to be a bust. Like, you just, you don't know. Nobody knows. Gambling, you know, who knows? The thing about get the reason why, I tell you the reason why you can't, you can't accurately say you're the greatest gambler of all time. So the Chiefs are what, the three point four. What if Mahomes get hurt in the first quarter? When Brady gets hurt, in the first, you know, like he's too many variables uh, that's involved. With that being said, I would take the Bucks and uh, the three and a half, and the three and a half. So after the game, the the, the post fight, uh, post fight, the post game press conference is uh, also on the zooms. So I guess we just, you know, I don't know. Those probably going to be bad questions, too. Because one thing, they have bad questions, but then, you, especially for the losing team. That's a, think about it. The last thing you want to do after you lost at anything in life is answer some questions. 
if anything as bad has ever happened to you, just imagine anything that's ever bad that's happened. You know, all that bad stuff. Like you got, say you ever got fired from your job. Now imagine you get fired from your job, and after you got fired, right, uh, you had to go 15 minutes later in a little room, and then you had to explain why you got fired. People are asking you questions. So, uh, you know, can you talk us through stealing those boxes on your day off? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's a joy watching it again. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO, Facebook Black Sports Online, Instagram and YouTube BSOTV. Big shout out to ABF Creative for having put this podcast together. I'm out.